On this week's episode of Cheesesteak Sports, we talk about all the moves being made in Philadelphia, including Jake Arrieta to the Phillies, Michael Bennett and Darryl Worley joining the Eagles, the Philadelphia Sixers surging towards the playoffs along with the Philadelphia Flyers, and the craziness that will occur in March with Villanova and maybe Penn. Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan, and it is great to be back. We have a lot going on in Philadelphia sports this week for you. Um, Most recently, the Philadelphia Phillies making a huge splash, um, signing Jake Arrieta to a three-year deal um, for $75 million. And up front, it's, it's not like 25 across, it's 30 for the first year, 25 for the second and he could possibly opt out after that year, but it would be we we could opt out. It's a club option too. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah. Or so, we could extend him too for two more years, but chances of that very unlikely. But well, yeah, it's a, it's a really good club friendly deal, which is really nice because you, like like you said, he's getting thirty million this year, which is good because you know we don't we we literally still have money like so much money just flowing around. So like it, it's totally fine. And it's great that we finally got that pitcher. Now we got Nola, him, and then, you know, some guys trying to figure out their spots, like Pavetta. Uh, I just – I'm not hype on Vincent Velasquez. No, like, I, I don't – Like, I'm not I'm – I don't, he, It sounds like he's going to be more of a bullpen guy. Yeah. Um, Eikhoff is someone that potentially down the line could be I heard guy. talks of Ben Lively even. Yeah, so. and I think Pavetta, he's struggled, but he has – supposedly has a lot of good stuff. Um. So we're hoping to see that, but it's definitely exciting because, like, that making that move, like, you're taking a step to, like, possibly compete this year, and I mean, like, just the excitement around the city right now with the Phillies, like, it's real. Like, just today, like, so many people are calling for partial season ticket plans. Um, Everyone's excited about the move. I had a guy call me Friday, actually, like, yelling at, well, he was yelling at a girl about how he wants to get Jay Gary at it. Oh. And she's like, Dan, do you want to talk to him? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Because, like, you're just talking sports. It's, it's fun. Um, so you have a lot of people calling to talk sports? Yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Well, sometimes it'll just end up happening because, like, you're either selling tickets and, like, whatever, whatever, yeah. like, Eagles get brought up, all that stuff. But anyway, he's yelling, he's like, can you talk to someone for me? Can I talk to someone? I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'll, I'll uh, maybe I'll try to talk to someone, but, like, I can't really talk to anybody. <laughs> But I was like, you call me back when we sign him, all right? So Alex call called back today at, like, 4 o'clock. And, I, like, I can just picture the guy, like, when the news was breaking. Like, oh, like, I, I was a big part of that. Like, I, I called the Phillies. Like, I, I made that happen. Yeah, that's funny. But, no, it was cool. It's definitely exciting. Um, the big thing about it, too, is it it's going to definitely – it should get us, you know, at least 500. We should at least be above – I think at least yeah. a couple games above 500 – which makes us more attractive next year for the Bryce Harpers, for the Manny Machados, maybe both. I don't know. That would be crazy. And come July, you can make another move for another pitcher possibly if you have a hot start. Because, I mean, honestly, like, this lineup could potentially be, like, really good, I think. Like, there's a lot of of power. um, And the the thing is, like like you're saying, a lot of power. But, like, literally, like, we were a 500 team after the Mm All-Star break last year. And then, and it wasn't even until like what was the beginning of August when Hoskins came up. Yeah, and you Crawford had a lot didn't of come guys. up till the end. Exactly. And like Tommy Joseph, like I, I love the guy, but like he's not he's not as good as no. what we have out there now. 
So, I mean, obviously, like we saw towards the end of last year, but like I, I really do think that we should be a little bit above 500 this year. Yeah, and your bullpen's improved drastically. And, yeah, and you, like we were saying last show or like a couple shows ago, we got Pat Neshek back, yeah. who we didn't even have when we were going 500 at the end of last year. And we got, you know, crazy analytics going on. Like, like who knows how that works? Like, you know. Yeah, Yves Kapler is, I mean, he's really talked about analytics and the Phillies in general are big on analytics and even the possibility. I mean, Pete McCann did this a little bit in 2016 of batting the pitcher eighth. Um, I remember the Cardinals used Tony to do that. Tony LaRusso, big Tony yeah. LaRusso move. Um, so, again, analytics is definitely playing a part of it. But, hey, the Phillies will be here soon starting, again, the season starts a little bit earlier this year, end of March. I think March 29th is their first game. First six games are on the road. Um, and one of their games, actually, uh, April 4th against the Mets, is going to be exclusively on Facebook. Oh. Facebook streaming games this year. We're going to have a lot of older people calling, though, like frustrated because it's not going to be on local it's not, TV They won't even have it on local I don't believe so. No. Oh, wow. Just on Facebook. Um, but, yeah, definitely exciting. And it'll be here before we know it, hopefully, along with warm weather, too, here in Philadelphia. Uh, also, m- moves for the Eagles. Since we've been gone, right, these moves. Yeah, that, both of them went down. Yeah, as I'm sure a lot of you guys know, Marcus Bennett. Michael Bennett. Or, yeah, Michael Bennett. For Marcus Johnson. Yeah, yeah. for Marcus Johnson. And um, Daryl Worley, young corner from Carolina, for the Torrey Smith trade who – Looked like Tory Smith was yeah, just going to walk. Yeah, Tory Smith was going to get cut, yeah. and how he pulled, you know, a cornerback with some decent size, um, yeah. a local guy, did a little swap a row, which is which is nice. But let's first uh, hit on the Michael Bennett trade with uh, Tory Smith, because uh, for you guys that have seen, Johnson. no, you got, yeah, okay, yeah. there's wide receivers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Michael Bennett for Marcus Johnson deal. Because I heard, uh, like I posted on the on the site, a lot of people were kind of upset about getting Michael Bennett, a guy who you know doesn't isn't known, speaks his mind, isn't known as that nice of a person, because he is ruthless out there. Yeah, he's very. And, and I mean, what what do you expect from? Well, I'm talking about on the field, like like ruthless, like yeah. But like I vicious. think the. I don't think people don't like him, not like him because of that though. They just they don't like him because of his views and oh yeah, kind of his yes. attitude. He they think that he's gonna like rip apart the, you know, the locker room. Yeah, and I, I heard some people saying like, oh, like this locker room, like this is gonna be terrible, like blah blah blah. But like honestly, like if he can come here and tear apart what we have, like that would be the most like mind blowing thing ever. That one guy can like one guy doesn't change a culture at all, and if like like he really is like he him as a player, he's thirty two years old, he's coming off I forget what injury, he did get hurt last year, but he still is crafty enough to get it done where he's like a technician where he can do stuff later in his year, and also you can throw him into the D tackle spot like we were doing with Brandon. Like there's just so many things that that we get out of. Him yeah. the player. No, I mean, him the player, he's going to bring us definitely another huge asset to a great defensive line, and he makes us better. Like, Howie is not settling for one Super Bowl. He wants to get another one, and the time is now. Like, the time is now, the rebuild. When Carson Wentz like, is on his rookie deal, you got to strike. Yeah, so, I mean, they bring in, bring in a guy like that. And, I mean, Malcolm Jenkins is a great leader in this team. Um, probably shares a lot of the same views as far as um, – 
politically and their, the social awareness views. So I think Malcolm Jenkins is a great leader and would be able to hopefully lead him and direct him in the right way where he's not like over the top outspoken where it's bringing unnecessary attention to the team. So I'm not really too worried about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I mean we're going to have all the eyes on the team right away. You're Super yeah. Bowl champs. Yeah, and there's a lot like there's a lot of great leaders on this team. And I know we are going to be losing some like Torrey Smith, losing him, Trey Burton probably going to lose him. Um but I still believe there's it's going to be a solid locker room still, which was I think still like a big key to their success last year. Um again, Super Bowl champions. Yeah, and and I still like today I was like thinking like wow, like we really are Super Bowl champions. Like it, it still isn't real to me, honestly. Yeah. And it's it's just it's just so great that we are Super Bowl champions. Like it's just great to say. Like I can't get enough of saying it. Um, yeah, and I mean another guy who really helped us um, get there, Patrick Robinson. It's was that today they said yeah, Rappaport report. It sounds like the Eagles are going to try to bring him back, um, which is a bit of a surprise, I guess. I mean he uh, he definitely helped helped the team. Yeah, I'm, tremendously. I mean he was year. he was one of the top slot corners in the in the league, but and he did have the pick six. But what like, does that mean? You know. I have no clue what it means because I'm really thrown off because, like we were saying, the Torrey Smith for the Whirly deal, um, like now we have, what is it, six corners? I thought you made a good point. I think it was you on Twitter. The possibility of them possibly letting go of McLeod. Yeah, I was saying. he's been really, I mean. He's, McLeod's he's been, been great yeah. when he's healthy, and, and he has been healthy for the most part. But if you can save that money. It's then, six million. It's six mil. He gets six million if he's on the roster on March eighteenth. So. And then Mills, if I mean, if you were to move him to safety, <coughs> a guy who's he's long. I mean, he he could. I mean, he played the position, so you'd think he'd. And then you'd have. You'd have Darby. I still think we have an ex- excess amount of corners. Like that's yeah, no. I mean, it's it's obvious that that's a position that's really important to Howie Roseman. Like, and. The Eagles front office because they're they're gonna they're probably gonna make another move honestly. We have to make Darby, McLeod like something's gonna somebody's gonna get moved, um, this week most likely. So still that to come. Also with the Eagles free agents that are that'll be free agents, like Jason Peters. Do you think Jason Peters is back in Eagles green? He makes it seem like he's going to be. Right, did you see his truck? Yeah, it was crazy. Sick. Um, Nigel Bradham, a key part of the the success last year, especially without Jordan Hicks, is he back? Another big question mark. Garrett Blunt, uh, I don't think he's back. Trey Burton does most likely will not be back. And Bo Allen, and Bo Allen, Allen most, most likely, likely not will back. not be back. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see this all pan out. But you have to love Howie Roseman continuing to pursue great talent, great value, and um, not settling for one championship and i it, i think you brought it up on twitter or something where like not that the phillies settled because like if you think about the year Those they won in 08 like they they did bring in a bonnie as next year who was a huge help um they brought i mean literally they brought in a lot of talent they just never got in over the hump like that 08 team for the phillies was not the best team roster wise they brought in a lot of talent i mean you remember when we had all the pitchers and lee holiday Oswald. yeah but um i was, I was talking more about like the fall from the greatness like right. how we've been in basically like limbo since the 20 oh, yeah. it's been a while yeah 2011 yeah yeah so it, it's been <laughs> seven years basically since since we've actually done anything and that's because we signed our guys to these long contracts like the howard contract utley Rollins, not not that that's like really that bad of a thing, but 
I mean, it, it did hamstring hamstrung it hamstrung us. Yeah, and yeah. it didn't help us any. And you know, we basically paid the price of it up until you know, like right now when we're finally you know making moves. But that's obviously a different sport. But at the same time, you don't want to fall in love with like you, you can't fall in love with the players. Like that that's really what it comes down. The only player that you can really fall in love with on this team and be safe would be the franchise quarterback Carson Wentz. Everyone else, they're all pieces. Howie Roseman just sees them as numbers. So, I mean, it, it is rough, but that's that's just how it's gonna be. And that's why part of me thinks that McLeod could easily be moved because you see the six million dollars and you see that <laughs> that we need that. Also, one thing is we actually have to um because, like, the, the stuff doesn't come off the books. Like, the trades don't come off the books. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to cut, most likely going to have to cut Vinny Carey yeah. or reconstructure with someone. Like, McLeod can reconstructure as well. We just have to do something before, uh, I think, this Wednesday at noon. So something's going to be coming out. I thought more stuff was going to happen today yeah. because this is the first day. This is, like, natural, uh, I mean, international Frank Gore day for us. But, um, yeah, I... I um, I'm a little bit disappointed, actually. I thought it was going to be popping, but there wasn't really any news. Do you to think break. there's any chance they uh, restructure Brent Selleck's deal when he comes back? I, w- I mean, Brent Selleck said he wants to come back, yeah. and cutting someone like Brent Selleck would, be rough. Would, would definitely send the fans in outrage, even though we did just win the Super Bowl. Um, so I would hope he would reconstructure because, I mean. I mean, there has been rumors, too, that uh, a possible. Martellus Yeah, maybe? brother, brother connection. Well, uh yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well I I I need to know what's happened with Brent Selleck first. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'll just throw that out there. Oh yeah, that I mean I don't understand why people wouldn't you know players wouldn't want to play here. Honestly, you got yeah. the quarterback, you got the coach, you got the defense. Now it's like let me get in there, let me plug and play. Like like I was saying, like what if what if Sue came over? Because they're saying he's getting cut, yeah. and he said he'd play for free if he played here. So did he really say that? Yeah, he said he'd play for free here. So I mean, obviously you can't do that, and yeah. and also the player union most likely wouldn't even let him sign a league minimum because he's still one of the best at the position. Yeah. Um. So it should be uh should be interesting what happens when we finally get to uh, the free agency period. Yeah. Even though I thought today was, I'm, I'm still upset today. I mean, wasn't it's a fun time. It'll it'll get popping. Don't worry, it'll get popping in the next couple of days for sure. Hope so. Um. Going over to the NBA now, the Sixers currently sit at 36-29 and 29 with a really big game tomorrow night against the Pacers uh, back at home in the Wells Fargo Center. But um, that, That's a possible matchup. That is a very possible matchup, yeah. It's, it'll be – I mean, the Sixers could fall right now really anywhere from four to eight, it looks like. Um, even three possibly, too. But um, they only have five remaining games against – teams that are in contention for the playoffs. All those games are at home. We talked about this earlier. Like, they can put themselves close to – I mean, 50 wins would be very tough. They'd have to win 14 out of their last 17. That would be very tough to do. They also have four back-to-backs. Um, and at some point coming up here at the end of the year, you would I would think they rest and beat you got to. for a game he looked, or two. He looked so slow against the Heat. Like, yeah. Like he, he definitely looked, looked awful. He said he wasn't, um, but I think at some point you're going to have to, I mean, even like I think they play the Knicks Thursday. That could be a possible game where you rest yeah, them. Just let them, let them rest. we seen them. We want to, like, I like I know, like, you got to be playing for the, like, 
if we don't make the playoffs, like literally, that's the craziest thing ever. Well, yeah, I mean, we should. We're, like, we have a big lead from us to like the nine seed. Like, yeah, a like, big there's gap really right no now. reason for us. And with our remaining schedule, yeah, I, that that would be that would be really bad. So he should like like you said, like the Knicks would be a good game off. Um, I think there's a like I don't know. I just I want Embiid to be ready for the playoffs because yeah. you know you you're gonna want him out there for as many minutes as you can get every single night. Yeah. So it's gonna be rough, um, and it's just gonna be it's gonna be great to have Sixers basketball back in April. Yeah, it's, it really is. It's gonna be awesome. Um, again, they had a big win last night against Brooklyn. They got to get some rest. I mean, Embiid did only play it. I think like twenty something minutes. Okay, which is good because we were up late or we were up big in the fourth quarter. Got to rest a lot of guys and get get guys like Justin Anderson in, Timothy Lawu. Um, get those guys some time. So that was definitely good um, to finally get a win where you're not holding on holding on to your seat for the last three minutes of the game, yeah, which seems to be like it for a lot of the games. But also, I mean, Dario Saris, we talked about it, I think, like the last two weeks now, but he continues to shoot the ball at an insane rate. Um, and he's shooting with confidence, too. Like, he's catching the ball. Contested or not, he's, he's sticking shots, playing hard as he always does, still not getting the calls he should be getting. But he's yeah, been, they don't respect him. They really like, don't. Yeah, they don't. Like the refs really don't. It's like, funny to just watch Dario play and like watch the teammate, his teammates interact with him too. Because like sometimes he will like just like yesterday during the game, he just like zoned out and forgot to cover someone, and like TJ and Ben are like freaking out at him, and it's just funny to watch. Like they all love him. It's but, a language barrier. Yeah, it really is. Um, but yeah, he his development this year has been unbelievable and. I don't think in Philadelphia, but throughout the league, definitely the forgotten guy um, for the Sixers this year. Oh, easily, you know. yeah. Everyone, everyone's been forgetting about him. And, and I mean, if if you're LeBron, you're seeing that too. Yeah, you LeBron know, knows the game. Like, that's for sure. Oh uh, yeah, I'll tell you from that pass that he knows. Cool. That John was so that dirty. Was dirty. Like, literally, <laughs> I, I literally like that's like one of the highlights I'll watch every time it pops up <laughs> on my feed. Like you know how you have the sun that you just like scroll by, like oh I already saw this. He just makes it look so like the, graceful. That, that literally was insane. Like I I I I just I can't believe that he did it. I still like oh crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. That's gonna be nice in Sixers blue next year. So, Whew. um, Flyers currently playing right now. They're third in the East. Again, it'll be exciting to have them on come April as well. Looking forward to those nights of. Two playoff games, Phillies games. And I don't think I'm ready for it, honestly. Well, I mean, yeah, you don't have to be yet, but it's coming. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Also, obviously. It's, it's just like I haven't had him forever. Yeah, I literally haven't had it probably since, like, 2012. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm ready. I just. Well, buckle up, Paul. It's going to be a fun ride. March Madness is here. Uh, great time for basketball fans to just watch basketball, watch craziness happens. Um, craziness happened. A lot. Two teams from Philadelphia made it this year. Villanova, obviously, the one seed, um, winning the Big East championship back to back in the Big East, and the Penn Quakers, the 16 seed, going up against Kansas as the one seed. I'm, I, uh, I've heard like Penn has had the best chance going into a 16-1 matchup. It's ridiculous. We watched the Penn play earlier this year, and they looked like complete garbage. I watched. I watched their last two games. They they've been impressive. They have this kid number twenty one, Ryan Betley, who I think could change the game. He's he's a really good shooter if he gets hot. But I mean, obviously, it would be 
remarkable for a 16 seed to be the one seed. Maybe it's the never first happened. ever. Yeah. Um, you're the ultimate underdog in Philadelphia. Why not this year? Why not Penn do it? You know. But yeah, I, I mean, we were just being disrespected. Like we were the one seed in the NFL. Oh no, I know. So. But I'm just saying, like 2018. Oh, why not? Yeah, I mean, but Villanova very, very um, likely. I mean, they're the odds-on favorite to win the tournament this year, in in the in the tournament. So they got they got a, I think a pretty easy region compared to like I mean Virginia's was the number one overall seed. I think theirs is a little bit tougher. I honestly think Villanova's toughest out will be in the second round, whether it's Bama or Virginia Tech. I think Virginia Tech wins, and I think they're really tough. Um, they've beaten – I mean, they've played in the ACC, beaten Virginia, Duke, North Carolina. Like, they've played all, all those teams in a tough tough conference. Um, so that's definitely going to be a tough game. Buzz Williams, their coach, he's a great coach too. So, but yeah, if they can get past that – I mean, plus we've known, like, the – We always have Yeah, the second round – before the national championship, it happened a lot, and even it happened last year too. It was at Wisconsin yeah, last year. Yeah, I mean, I saw that last year. Like Wisconsin was like, yeah, but like this year, I'm not like, yeah, like Buzz Williams is a good, co- but yeah, I mean, coaching is what it really comes down to a lot of these uh, March Madness games. So I, I mean, it, it should be interesting. Um, I still haven't filled out my bracket because I'm waiting till the night before. <laughs> It starts, you know, just get everything, you know, all the juices are flowing, like, you know, you're just ready to go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I really think Nova has a great chance to win. A- and, I mean, yeah, it, it just really, like, it really feels like, you know, it, it kind of lined up perfect for them. And, and, obviously, the odds show it, and uh, that's what a lot of people are thinking. So, I mean, hopefully we make it happen. Yeah, I, th- I think if they can get past that second-round matchup, They'll they'll go far, and I have I mean I have picked Nova to win it every year for the last since I've been filling out brackets. They've always been usually a top team. Yeah, it was really crazy um, when they actually won it though. I know because I that was the year because the year before that I did twenty seven different brackets. You know, like we were just chilling in Myrtle making brackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the next year I only made one, and it was the Nova against UNC. That's what I had. That's what I had too. Yeah. I had you three, won, yeah, I had you won three the of pool. the four final four. But I wasn't in that, that pool. I forget who else it was. But yeah. Um also too, I forgot to mention the Sixers. Colin Coward, who's been a pretty big hater of the process. Uh once the Sixers get to forty wins, he's supposed to wear a Sixers jersey on his show. So Who's when you say that? Um some dude tweeted at him like this is what a while ago and on before the season. He said if this team wins forty games, you wear a Sixers jersey and say you was wrong on your show. He okay. said deal. So I I really doubt he. Actually well, I mean, that, he already but, said he was wrong multiple times because he, like, he yeah. always does his segment like where Colin was wrong. Yeah. And where Colin was right because he's he likes to use himself in third person, <laughs> but um, yeah, I I mean I could he wouldn't wear it the whole show, but I could see him like throwing it on after the. Flu. I hope so. It would probably it, it would be nice. It would be a nice thing to have happen, you know, because he knows whatever he says about Philadelphia, we all hop on it. Yeah. And tear him apart. And it's really going to be great, though, because, like, didn't I say this last episode, how he loves LeBron so much? And no, he's I don't always, remember you saying Oh, uh, you know what? I think I was saying to Matt in the car, I was like, like, Colin really is on LeBron's top yeah. all, like, all the time, like, no matter what. And, and that, he's convinced he's going to the Lakers, right? Yeah, he's a, he's big saying he's going to the Lakers. LeBronzo. Yeah, that, that is his whole thing. But he earlier this year, like, he was really against the Sixers, yeah. saying stuff against us. So like I I just would love it when he has to like basically every you know a, every night 
when LeBron's winning games here, no matter what happens, he's talking about LeBron, so he's gonna have to talk about us too. So that's just yeah, gonna, that'll be awesome. That that'll be nice when it happens because I, I really do think it's like it's inching closer and closer, especially when you have the Cavs lose. Like every, yeah, like he's yeah. and he actually said on a show today, he's like every time you have the Cavs lose, you have like LeBron a reason to go somewhere else. And he actually did mention us this time. Yeah, I I haven't listened to him in a while, honestly. I mean, I, there's no need to listen to all these haters anymore. Also, quick story, um, just about some some hate. To the Eagles, I, I tweeted about this. I got a phone call the other day at the Phillies. First phone call of the day, 9 a.m. Guy was trying to change delivery on his tickets, blah, blah, blah. And he asked me, what's the vibe like for the team? Like, how's everyone feeling? I was like, oh, like, we're really excited. Um, expecting big things this year. Definitely the city in general, we're, we're like feeding off the Eagles Super Bowl win. And he says, oh, well, I don't like the Eagles. I like every other Philly team besides the Eagles. I was like, oh, who do you like? And he says, the Raiders. And he's like, yeah, Derek Carr is uh, definitely better than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz doesn't can't throw the long ball. I was like, oh, really? And he, he went on to read off all these stats about Derek Carr, um, how Derek Carr would have been the MVP just like Carson Wentz if he wouldn't have got hurt. Um, said John Gruden is a much better coach than Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's only been a head coach for two years, already won a Super Bowl. Um, he said Alshon Jeffrey was an awful receiver, and Amari Cooper is 100 times better than him. I literally said Amari Cooper is on my fantasy team, and he dropped. He even remember the game he went off and had forty fantasy. He still points. had three, he had like three drops, drops that game. Yeah, we talked about it on air because he literally dropped another touchdown in that yeah. game. Um, he said Amari is better than Cooper, and he is convinced the Raiders are going to the Super Bowl this year, and that uh, Gruden will bring them three plus Super Bowls. Three? And then, and then he said, "Oh, because um, the long deal." Yeah, and then he said, "Uh." He's like, well, I'll be there Mother's Day, May thirteenth. So I want you to come to my seat and find me. I was like, all right. I was like, well, wait, aren't you aren't you gonna be with your fiance? Like, I don't want to ruin your date because that's what he said in the beginning of the call. He's like, no, no, she won't care. We'll talk sports. I was like, all right. But the dude, like, he was he had no like, subst- like any good facts to back up his points at all. And like all I could say, I was like, didn't we just win the Super Bowl? Like, we just won the Super Bowl. Don't talk to me right now. So I I really can't. I'm not supposed to do that. I can't really argue. Um, I wasn't arguing like too much. It was a friendly argument, but I was starting to get heated a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like people coming against the Super Bowl champs, like it, like we literally just won the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it does make sense. You know, they're jo- they're a little oh, bit jealous. Oh yeah, you you come at things that that intimidate you. Right? Or yeah, yeah. So or that you want. You know? Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, like honestly, like he's he, I I can't believe he said that about Gruden bringing that many Super Bowls. Yeah. Because it's funny because he's there for 10 years. Like, they gave him $100 million. Yeah. Which is the most ridiculous contract in sports. Also, one I did want to touch on other NFL stuff. Like Yeah, there's been a lot. Like, um, everything the Browns did. You know, they got Tyrod Taylor, Jarvis yeah. Landry. Um, I think they just – no, they didn't get a left tackle. The Bills just traded away their mm-hmm. left tackle to the Bengals today. Um, what else you got? They also got um, – who else did they get? The Browns? They just traded a D-tackle, right? Yeah, that's Danny what Shelton. Yeah. Um, the, and, and then Richard Sherman went to the 49ers. Which yeah, he signed with the 49ers. It was a big change. Um, you yeah, got I mean, a Tlaib, Marcus Peters out in uh, yes, Los Angeles for to, the Rams. Trying to compete with the Eagles offense. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. It don't matter, though. Yeah. Because we got other weapons. Yeah, I mean, that would be an interesting locker room, too. That secondary group. Uh, I mean, yeah. Those are two big head guys. Yeah, I mean Wade Phillips kind of holds stuff down though, so I 
I think they'll be able to do it. But we will be playing them in Los Angeles this year, so that should be fun. Have Carson return to the place wow. of the injury. Light, light up. Hopefully at the time they're the best defense, so like he can just yeah. light them up. Just like we did to Denver. Yep. Just like Foles did to Minnesota. Yep, yep, yep. That's exactly what we like. That's what we're about. Um, But, yeah, a lot, a lot of moves around the NFL definitely uh, will continue, too. I mean, the Browns, it'll be interesting to see. Like, do you think they'll be? Like, do you think they'll win some games this year? Like, if they well, get, I thought they were going to win games last year. They have year. so many picks still. Like they have the first and the four. Yeah, they could easily trade back. No, nah, they, they they're going to get Barkley, dude. No, yeah, they're going to get Barkley with one. Mm-hmm. But I could see them trading back the four spot. But Tyrod Taylor, though. Well, no, that's like the perfect guy. Like he's not the he. They're not trying to win. Like they know they're not winning the Super Bowl. They're trying to get there. They're trying to get their Carson Wentz, and Tyrod Taylor. Like, he's, he's the type of guy that's not going to make any plays, like anything crazy happen, but he's also not going to turn over the ball. Like, he's pretty good with his interceptions. So, um, yeah. it's just like it's just like a guy who's going to take care of the ball, and it's not going to be his fault if they lose, so they're not going to try to run him out. But, you know, they, yeah, they're probably – they're not going to trade out of the fourth spot. They're going to get whatever quarterback's there, maybe Josh Allen, and then just let him sit for a year like we were supposed to do with Carson probably. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, and was there another quarterback that went somewhere? I, th- I can't. I feel like it was a, not a big quarterback. Oh, uh, Deshaun Kaiser. Okay, that's maybe that's what I was thinking. He got, he got traded to, to Green, the, Bay, Green Bay, right? Bay. Yeah. And my theory was because he, he almost beat the Packers. And obviously, Brett Hundley didn't do that well. Yeah, and maybe giving some uh, insurance for Rodgers after seeing how important it was. Well, um, I mean, I don't think Deshaun Kaiser is going to do anything. No, I, I agree. Anything close to what Nick Foles did or um, even anyone else that plays quarterback. Like, he's he's not really anything that special. He threw 22 interceptions last year, I believe. Yeah, I mean, that team is a joke in general. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's all I can th- – uh, there was there's something else I was going to say, but I lost What, it. Kirk Cousins? Oh, that's exactly what it was. All right, where – where the latest support for him is... Well, they said Cardinals are in play. Because his sister lives in Arizona or something. <laughs> Cardinals, Vikings, Jets. Because he t- tagged the Vikings and Jets, apparently, on Instagram. Really? That's what I heard. I don't yeah, know. I, I mean, if I was him, I would want to go to Minnesota. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, why not? They, they well, were in just in the NFC Championship yeah. game. They got weapons. Cook's going to come back. Yeah, and their defense... A- was good for most of the season. Yeah, that's a solid team. So I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, he's I yeah, whatever. I don't uh yeah. I'm just I'm glad we can talk football and that moves are going and I hope to have more moves and uh yeah, that's all I got. Let's march. Go birds. Thanks for listening. Rate and subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us. We are Cheese Steak Sports. We all we got, we all we need.